Welcome to the Fierce Goddess Collective. From our hearts to yours, we share the gifts of beautiful goddesses to the world. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the Fierce Goddess Collective. From our hearts to yours, we are very, very excited to be here and share another beautiful goddess in front of us, the beautiful goddess Sandra. And we are excited to talk, chat and get to know the beautiful things that you are doing in the world. So let me hand it over to Amanda and she's going to share some of your magic. Hi, everybody. Hi, Sandra. It's so lovely to meet you. I'm just going to read a little bit of your bio, but the rest of it will actually be on YouTube and all our other platforms. So as an intuitive health coach and spiritual mentor, Sandra lives in Melbourne with her husband, three children and two dogs. She is devoted and passionate to helping women find ways to achieve optimal health over the four body parts, mental, emotional, physical and spiritual. Her aim is for her clients to feel heard, understood, safe and inspired to take action and create positive change in their lives. Mm. that's it that's important that's yeah yeah there's a lot of stuff in there I I think a lot of women else raise it (laughs) (laughs) no it's beautiful thank you and we are excited to actually have this divine conversation together today and as we start this conversation how would you describe yourself and what do you do in everyday life Oh, how do I describe myself? I think the the word that I love to use these days to describe myself is passionate. And uh, it's come all too a little bit familiar in this house that um, I often say I'm not angry, I'm passionate. And I know that that's a real cliche saying that a lot of people say, but I've actually just brought a new meaning to it because I didn't realise just how passionate I was and how it's just been the underlying thing for so much of what I've done to date in my life. And uh, with that passion comes just curiosity. Um, And that's what I think makes me so passionate because I've never been one to give up on something. Mm. I just need to know why. Mm. Um, I know it's driven me crazy and a lot of other people crazy, but uh, I just need to know but why. Yeah. Yeah, but that makes life interesting. Yeah, it, it does. I mean, it sometimes, you know, can be get a bit tiring as well because, you know, I know my husband will often say, can you just let it be the way it is? And I go, well, I can, but just I just want to find out what is it about this particular thing that is making me feel this certain way? Yeah. yeah. So um, that's how I describe myself. And then um, my everyday life is, yeah, just being making a, a difference to someone's, if it's just one thing that I can do for someone every day, and, I mean, I've been, you know, a lot of my years have been spent being, you know, being a mum and family, being service to my kids, but um, I've always wanted to do something outside of that as well with community work or, yeah, so I'm always doing something yeah. for someone. Well, it's a very womanly thing to do, isn't it? It is, Yeah. yeah. But I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to know why something makes you feel a certain way. I think if a lot more women ask that question, there might be a little bit more understanding. Yeah, totally. I was reflecting back on that when I first, I was trying to think, when was the first time I asked that? 
And I only now, as my children are getting to adulthood, and I say to them at 18 was the first time I went to see my first counsellor because I remember saying, I don't even know what brought me there, but it was because of the way I felt. Mm. I wanted to know why I was feeling the way I was feeling. Mm. I didn't even think for a second that there was something wrong or that I had a problem. I just didn't like the way that I felt. Yes, yeah. And I wanted to know why. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a big one. It yeah, is. That really, that really resonates with me. Mm. That, yeah. That's like, uh-huh. All but, right. <laughs> I love, I love, you know, you're in the helping industry. Like you're in mm. that industry of connection, helping youth, mm. helping mothers, helping women. Mm. And how important is it to get support? Because even you were saying at 18, you went and got support because you didn't like the feeling. Didn't like the feeling. And yeah. I think that's what I want other women to know. My message was always about there is another way. Yes. But if you don't have, if you don't actually ask the question or if you don't just even allow yourself to have awareness around, is it normal to feel like even though, you know, we don't use that word so much today, normal, but, you know, we've normalised so many things is what I, yeah. what I read and especially, you know, whether it's, you know, anything from period pain to, you know, whatever it was, you know, mm. weight or whatever the issue or thing that we thought was making us feel a certain way, we we sort of over just said, oh, it's normal to feel that way. All and right, so that, that leads me into the next question, which you've kind of answered anyway, mm. is how do you actually support women through what you do? Like what's the process? Like how do you? The, the first thing I do is um, bring awareness to whatever it is that why they have come to me. So prior to this uh, work, I was working in personal training industry. So I was working on that physical level with the women. And for, you know, for 20 years, I was having women come to me for the body. And yeah. at the time, that's all I knew as well, because of, you know, that's all I knew was get the body right, then everything else will be right. But what I found was that even when we were getting the body right, it still wasn't right, because there was that, oh, what's missing thing? Mm. Yeah. So the first thing that I did back then was when they would come to me and say, oh, you know, I want to lose weight. That was generally the 90, you know, the, the big reason. And then as time went on, I started to understand it wasn't about the weight. It was never about the weight that they wanted to lose. Mm. And it was bringing awareness to that. So mm. I I started to think, gosh, I really haven't got a lot of, um, I didn't have a great successful um list of women who came to me and lost weight but I had a long list of women who left me feeling so much more confident about who they were mm. stronger because I got them lifting heavy weights I got them doing things that they'd never moved their body before and yeah so that that's the main thing was just bringing awareness is to the feeling what is it that you really want to feel mm. yeah it's a big thing a lot of personal trainers it's all about just get that weight off, get that weight off, get the fitness up and you'll be right. Yeah, I've, I've experienced that in the past. Yeah, for sure. so I sort of, you know, I mean that just comes with, you know, the 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 time and, you know, the wisdom I suppose once you're in, when you get to that stage and, you know, and how many women would come to me and tell me, you know, I was I used to be 50 kilos when I got married and I said, yeah, okay, so do you want to be that 50 kilos again? Mm. And it's accepting that, you know, that was then and it was, it was, I was seeing it's, that's not now. 
Mm-hmm. And that was the, the 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 awareness and the feeling of, oh yeah, you know, what is it that you want to go back to that? Yeah, what is yeah. it? I love Got it. it. Got it. So that's what's led me over into this non-physical work now because I realized it was not really about that's that's where I get that four part. That for so many years I was only ever working on that physical part. Mm. Mm. And I love, because I've known you for a little while, I love one of your sayings, and correct me if I've got it wrong, your weight is not your worth. Yeah. Like it, your weight is how much you weigh is not to do with your worth. Yeah, and that was a big a big thing, a big awareness for, and again, bringing that into when women see that. Yes. They actually don't have awareness around it because especially how society for so long has had women measured up against their their weight. Mm. And that's where my story stems from. When um, I was had three kids, I was three kids really early, like three under three and a half, wow. and I had seizures as well. So I had found it really hard to recover from my Caesar operations. And then on top of that, you know, I was trying to, um, you know, I was breastfeeding, but running. I had this thing that I had to keep running, putting my body through. And I remember this day when I went to this, um, I was seeing a Chinese doctor because my whole hips were out of place. I had a twisted pelvis. I had inflammation in my lowest, you know, in my, and I was just riddled in pain. And he said, he goes, you're not the first woman who's come here with this. And he says, I'm just going to ask you this question. Why do you put your body through this? And I remember him, I remember saying to him because, um, if I'm a, if I'm a, if I'm thin and if I can stay fit, then I'll be, I'll feel more successful. Mm. And it wasn't until that actually came out that I even had that awareness of what I was actually putting my body through. It's so Jeez. true. Yep. Yeah, so that was a really, that's taken a long time, many years to undo that. Mm. That is yeah, a big totally. That. Yeah, my weight won't, you know, measure my worth or how worthy I am. That just hit home for me because I remember when I was in my 20s, particularly my 20s, and then I had my daughter in my early 30s, I used to think that if I wasn't slim and fit, that I wasn't lovable. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that anymore, but... I remember that it was like a constant thing in my head. If I am not this size and I am not fit and I am not thin, nobody's going to love me and nobody's going to want me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Amazing what we do to ourselves, isn't it? Yeah, and until you actually have that, again, I, I know that I use that word so much, awareness, there's nothing really you can do. You yeah. have to come to that place and realise it whatever that fear is underneath, yeah, that I won't be loved. Mine was I won't be successful Mm. and I can't be in the personal, I can't be in the fitness industry because I don't, I had this story about I don't look like Michelle Bridges, I used to say. And Michelle Bridges was like the first person from The Biggest Loser who became like the first, um, you call it, um, you know, uh, celebrity celebrity trainer. Mm-hmm. And I remember at the time I was seeing a coach at the time and, and I said, I, I don't think I can be a personal trainer. And he said, why? And I said, because I don't look like Michelle Bridges. So I can't be successful unless my body looks like this. Wow. Wow. That's 
Yeah, and he said to me, well, I think that more women would want to come to you than, you know, someone who I go, well, no, I don't think so. But I was just like, there's no way. I'm I'm doomed. No, nah, done. Wowzers. Yeah, so that was a massive realisation for me as well. Yeah. I personally wouldn't go near anybody that looked like Michelle Bridges because I'd be scared they'd kill me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember I remember seeing the whole thing unfold and, you know, she got caught for drink driving or something and I was like, see? Yep. We all we all have a drink now and then, <laughs> even the personal trainer. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Uh, you know, but. Oh, my gosh. That was a very long time ago. Mm, mm. Absolutely. So what is something that you do in your everyday or, you know, that's part of something that brings you love and joy into your life? I love talking. As you know, I love talking. But what I really, really love is with that talking, I love telling a story. Mm -hmm. But with that story that I love telling, is I love having a teaching mm. story. Mm. Yeah. Um, and every day, no matter who I speak to, every day one of the things I love doing is having a conversation with someone. And I know it probably drives, you know, most of my friends and family insane at times <laughs> because I can never just have a conversation about, you know, the sun was nice today and I will always go into a metaphor or a story and get a meaning out of what was it about the sun today? And it just doesn't matter. Every day that is what I love. Yeah. What brings just lights me up. If I can bring people together, uh, connect with people in a way that just gives them something to think about. Yeah. Uh, bring awareness or perspective, a different perspective to someone. Every day that is my goal. Yeah. That's beautiful. So what are your self-love uh, practices that you do for yourself um my self-love now today would be taking out my time to meditate I've taken a little bit of pressure off about the time mm -hmm. um I felt that trying to stick to a particular time every day was just sort of not working and was causing more stress. <laughs> so I, no matter where where I am or what time of day it is, I just make sure that I've taken out time to meditate. And usually, you know, 30 minutes I like to put aside. And it doesn't have to, that can just include even being, you know, listening to music as well. It's just stillness. I call it more stillness. Mm. And walking every day in specifically go down to the track I need to be in nature I don't walk on I used to just be you know do the quick walk on the road I don't do that so much anymore and it's really hard in Melbourne but mm. I love the sun yeah <laughs> as you know as you can probably tell um I love the sun and if I see the sun that for me is just get out Five, even if it's just five minutes, I just melt. Yeah. Mm. And food. That's a lovely way to put it. Mm. What yeah. did you say? Food. Oh, food. I said oh. food is in. I have one. I have one drink. My one drink. One smoothie a day with all my concoction in it. That's my self love care. Nice. Yeah. 
I love the way that you talk about meditation and you you turn it around to it doesn't it doesn't have to be that meditation that everybody thinks it is. You can actually just sit there and be still and just listen to music mm. because I think a lot of people get caught up on that. And, and I've come what, across, yeah. yeah, they think, oh gosh, I've got to sit there and I've you know got to presume the position and yeah, and stuff and yeah, that at all. Yeah, if more people exactly. knew. Yeah, that's exactly how I've now, I teach it, that as soon as you say meditate, they all resist and go, oh, I haven't got time, I can't sit mm. still. And yeah. I totally get it. But even just, yeah, so I talk about it in that way, like just keep still. Yeah. Give yourself stillness. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Divine, divine. So this is a, a little of a tricky question, Sandra, because there's probably so much that you could talk to this question about, but what has been one of the biggest learnings so far for you? Yeah, I love the way you highlight that too, that there could be many because, yeah. Um, when I think about that, I think about the two greatest fears that I've had to overcome, I think, over the years the two fears that held me in or kept me stuck yes. in my limitations, in my smallness, in my, the two fears that caused a lot of my health issues from, you know, um, from digestive to irritable bowel and hormones and anxiety. And they were um, fear of judgment and criticism and the fear of not being in control. Mm. So I was looking at the two of them and feeling into them going, which one really has been my greatest lesson? And today I would say that learning how to let go by far has been my greatest learning. Mm. And That's I think it's been the hardest. Yes, yes. Mm. Totally. Might have a little control issue myself. It is Thank by you. far the hardest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally, totally had to learn yeah. that. All right, so being the intuitive goddess that you are, when was the last time you used your intuition and what for? Um, I would say where I was, like I, you know, I use it every day, so I was trying to think when, though, something significant of when I sort of acted on something um, and I don't, know if it I don't know the outcome yet because I'm still in the process of it but I'm thinking about my latest um intuitive guidance to take um step forward into leasing a a a property where I can use as a workspace and use as a retreat space and 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 how it all sort of unfolded and how I use my intuition for that by just feeling it and seeing it and knowing it based on this you know this feeling that I had been that I'd had and yeah that's when I just acted on it straight away I didn't give myself enough time to go into my head and go through any of the fears and anything that I needed I just really went on my intuit intuition acted put it in and then got it and thought right next step just kept moving wow and yeah, it was probably the, the the like biggest thing that I've done in a long time without 
thinking, like just a knowing, just a 100% knowing and yeah. not even needing to know what is going to happen next. Ooh, that's trust as well. That's, that's beautiful trust in yourself. Yeah, I have not felt that for a long time, but I think that probably letting go of control had something to do with that too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's amazing what happens when we let go of that control. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Mm. And, uh, yeah. and I've actually seen on some of your social media posts all about that journey of that, you know, leasing that property with your dreams, with your visions, all of that. So, mm. yeah, if people want to know more to look you up and, yeah, because yeah. it's very exciting. Yeah, thanks. It was just, I think, the whole thing about also, you know, just that intention, you know, talking about that intention yeah. of what you, what, you, what you ask for and if you have that intention and then it then comes to you. But it's then having the courage to say, well, how do I know then if this is right? And I just had to trust it. I had to trust it. Mm. Knowing what's next. Yeah, it's exciting. Okay, so if you had a favourite goddess, who would be your beautiful favourite goddess and why? You know, I didn't really... Prior to coming into this work, I didn't really have a lot of knowledge around the goddesses and and um, but I think in the last so often I've got in the last few months, I think I've got a real resonance for Kali, for Kali Ma. And I think it comes from understanding now this fierceness and that creativity and that motherly fierceness. And I often used to talk about, I often used to call myself a swooping magpie <laughs> without knowing <laughs> what that meant. And there were times where I would have this, oh, there's like this roar in me that, and especially if it was my kids or, but not even just if it was them. I didn't realise at the time that that fierceness was coming from my own, you know, that being the mother of my own mm. child, in my own inner child, that I felt that had never been there and I was standing up for me mm. as opposed to standing up for my physical, you know, my children. It took me a while to realise that that was that Carly in me going, that's for me that I'm standing up for. Ugh. So I think she is, um, yeah, one of my favourites. <laughs> And also being fierce and feminine. Yeah. Like you can be both. Mm. You know, I know that in the image she presents with, you know, that sort of scary sort of look, but you but I know that you can be that fierce and still hold your feminine presence. So, you know. Mm. That's it. It's not either or, it's both. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. So, Sandra, what are you celebrating right now? Is there anything in particular that you want to share with us? I think I'm celebrating this newfound way of living in real, this practising this presence, um, and that's got a lot to do with letting go and the trusting. Um, actually, it's one thing to 
to live it, but to actually practice it is a completely different thing and to then see it, how it sort of plays out. Um, and I think just me getting started, um, I've had a bit of a setback with my website and, um, but it's been beautiful how, what I thought or how it was going to be looking, you know, uh, I thought I was going to be all sorted by March, we'll graduate and I'll have it all sorted. But this year has just been beautiful how it's just all coming now into place. And so I'm really excited about getting that up and running. Um, I've, it's, it's, I love what Rachel has done so far. And it's just, yeah, it was a bit overwhelming actually, you know, when you see it to come together. Yeah, so I'm really just looking forward to just seeing that, having that temple space. You yeah. know, it's not this website that, you know, is going to, it's just having, creating that temple and seeing all the work that's come together. Beautiful. Can't wait to see it, which we will put in, of course. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Thank Absolutely. You. Very, very exciting. And we know you're on Instagram, you're on Facebook. Yep. You actually have a group. Yes, I do. Women of Now. Yeah, <laughs> um, started a few years ago. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you for you. your glorious time and your energy and sharing your lovely magic with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been glorious just to be in your presence. Oh, <laughs> lovely to meet you. Me too. I love the blue on you. Oh, the thank you. Beautiful. beautiful. Yes. Bought it in Bali. Of course you did. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Well, glorious one from our hearts to, to yours. May you be happy. May you be well. And may you always know that you are loved. Thank mm. you so much. Thank sure. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. 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 Dear goddesses, if you love this Fierce Goddess Collective podcast, please remember to like, share and subscribe. And if you want some more information on our special guest today, all the links can be found down below. And remember, goddesses, stay fierce.